the simultaneous sound, keeping a heavenly focus while earthbound. Hello everybody, thank you for joining again. I'm simultaneously Sarah and I really appreciate every time you tune in. So today we are talking about the topic, have we lost our reverence? And this might be a little tricky, a bit of a tricky topic because sometimes we underrepresent God's holiness and judgment so we forget that though he is loving and though he is to be loved and seen as a loving father he is also to be feared and that's reverential fear so before we start anything let us just pray um god thank you for another day Thank you that we're still alive. Thank you that we can still do your will. Thank you that nobody is running us down, chasing us to kill us because we're doing your will. Thanks for that. I pray that you will give us boldness to speak your word and give me boldness to speak what you have said and let everything that comes out of my mouth be from you, not from me, and be useful and not tear down anybody. And please just forgive us of all our sins and just... Open our eyes and our ears to see the importance of what you're telling us today and every day through your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Alright. So, right. Have we lost our reverence? So, let's start with what is fair. Because there are two types of fairs, or maybe more, but two main types of fairs. I'm not talking about the carnival type of fair where you have lollipops and go on roller coasters not that type of fair in the bible there's a reverential fair aka respect aka i realize how amazingly awesome you are and i'm nothing wow and then there's a fair of i'm afraid this is scary so there's the reverential fair and the afraid fair we're going to be talking about the reverential fear. So the first point that I made was that we sometimes underrepresent God's holiness and judgment. And so we forget that he's to be feared, to be respected. I see this a lot that when we talk about God, we seem to always talk about, you know, he's a good, good father. That's true. He loved us, sent his son to die for us. Also true, but many of the songs I listen to don't say, you know, God, you judge us so well and your judgment is pure and, you know, that type of thing. They don't say, wow, woe is me, you're so reverent. You're not, you're so reverent. You get what they, you get the point what I'm saying, right? So I think that often... We just forget. But listen to this verse in James 2 verse 19. You believe that there is one God? Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. So sometimes we have this thought that, okay, I believe in God. That's good enough. No, right here James is saying, (laughs) you believe in God? All right, cool. But so do the demons and they shake at the thought that there is one God. 
yesterday, they shake at the thought. When we think of God, do we shake? Do we say, whoa? Or do we just say, yeah, man. Yeah, cool. All right, breakfast time. It, it almost seems like the very demons are more reverential of God than us. I mean, that might be a stretch, okay? I admit it might be a stretch, but think about it. When last did you think about God and just say, whoa, and just shake because he is so amazing? I think that's the root of reverential fear, just realizing how awesome, how, how, how big he is. So that's my first point. You know, the demons shudder at the thought of God, do we? And the next thing is that, my next, second point is that we forget that the Bible is holy. And that we aren't even worthy to come near God. Yet, we get opportunity to. So, because of the story of Jesus, which is a wonderful thing. Thank God for Jesus, because I'd be dead otherwise. I'd be hopeless otherwise. Thank God for Jesus. But let's not forget... That he is still holy. Even though we can talk to God just by saying, oh God, let me talk to you. Let me think thoughts directed at you. And he will hear us. Can you imagine how great that is? Let's not forget that he is still holy. Because back in the dizzy, back in the day, scribes who used to copy the Bible, who used to write the scrolls, they used to wash their hands before writing the name of God. Yeah, 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 see that? Like what? That's how, that's how much they fear God. People had so much awe for God that they didn't even say his name. It was, they thought it was too holy to be spoken. Now every minute we buck up, we call out. You know it. Right, but now we we just use God's name as, as a as a common curse word, or we listen to things that treat His name as something that's nothing. But there is power in that name, so let's not forget that, because the same verse from back in the day, Exodus twenty verse seven applies to today. You shall not misuse. The name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. So let us not be irreverent by even misusing his name. And that might seem so insignificant to us. But the name you're calling, the the name behind, the power behind the name you're calling is the power that spoke and created the universe. So when we're back with all, let's say ouch. All right. You know, find an alternative because that name is special, right? Next thing I want to say, this guy, this God, this Jesus, right? He numbered the hair on our heads. So he knows when our hairs fall, right? He knows when hair number 13,560 drops and where it drops he created the uncomprehendable galaxy as well as your second toe 
right? He has the power to just stop thinking about us for a millisecond and the whole world would collapse. He made an, a, an everlasting place of glory and wonder called heaven for us to live forever. Beautiful, you know, amazing place where we live forever forever and ever and do God knows what, but it's amazing and just worship him all day. He did all of that. And still, most of us would get more excited if Beyonce was coming to our hometown. True or false? Or, or you know, not even Beyonce, because not everybody likes Beyonce. Who do you like? Your favorite celebrity. If they, if, if tomorrow on TV them say XYZ come Kingston, I'm sure enough of us would have been excited and nothing around. But everything in context and everything in its perspective. Yeah, alright, this person is great. But if that person is great, how much more the person who created them? So I think sometimes our focus is warped and shifted. Because we begin to, to look at creation with such awe that we forgot, hey, <laughs> there's somebody who made all of that. We look at these buildings and we look at, at art. We look at people and we say, such talent. Hey, there's somebody who made all of that. And he's the one we're supposed to be in awe of. I see people at concerts. I'm sure if anybody's ever watched a musical documentary, whether it be This Is It, Michael Jackson music documentary film thing or... Or is that One Direction? No, no. One Direction is the next one. You know the musical documentaries. If you watch any of them, you'll always see the people bawling in the crowd, lifting up their hands, just wanting to touch the person on the stage. You know, screaming out, I love you, all these things. And then (laughs) we go home and we read verse of the day and we say, all right, that's done with. Hey. Our focus is so warped. And if you go to Jonah 2 verse 8, it said, it says, those who cling to worthless idols, idols turn away from God's love for them. Can you imagine that? Think about that. Those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. So it's not even about liking a person or a thing or having a passion for something. That's not the point. The point is remember who is above that. And when we think of God, let us think of him as he truly is. Not some guy wearing a sheet looking thing walking around the desert in some Jesus slippers in slow motion saying peace be still. No! all-powerful he sees into your heart he knows things you don't even remember right he knows your mood even when you're not even sure at that we should just we should just lie down flat face down and just say holy wow god you should we should just be speechless but no so guys 
Just remember that the same God who loves us infinitely and cares about us more than we can comprehend is also to be feared, reverential fear, and respected. And I think reverence for God is the core of fixing our focus. Because when we realize who God is, it becomes easier to follow what he says. It's not just mom telling you to go wash the dishes, even though you should. Or it's not just teacher saying, do your homework. Or it's not your boss saying, finish the seven papers by tomorrow. It's somebody who is infinite. You cannot understand. You don't even know how he looks. And he's telling you to do something. Out of a place of pure respect, my better run go do it. Because you have all the power in the world. And I should even be honored that God is even telling me to do something. What am I? Just dust. Yet. He says I'm his child. Yet. Even though I am nothing, we are all just dirt. He still loves us. Right? So, I think when we find reverence, we'll find it easier to obey God. And so, let's shift our focus. Let's try to shift our focus. And the last verse is Proverbs 19, verse 23. And it says, The fear of the Lord leads to life. The fear of the Lord leads to life. Then, one rest content untouched by trouble aka why fear the lord what good does it do in the first place it leads to life it leads to living not death and you can sleep by your bed untouched by trouble when you put god in his rightful place in your mind because he's already in his rightful place but in your mind make a decision to say not only are you lord my savior father friend but you're also god almighty and i must i must be in awe of that so with that being said remember he's loving and you can still say yo god today is not my day help me out but while doing that just remember you, you, you can. it's crazy we can talk to him like that the man not even the man the being the all-powerful being that spoke and made this whole thing. So just remember, remember who you're talking to, right? He's to be feared. Let's pray, Jesus, God. Yeah. Thank you again for every single thing, and I pray that you will Put reverential fear in each of us and that we will obey you without questioning it. And that we won't hold people's opinions higher than yours. That we'll think of you first in every single thing we do. And we won't be afraid because we know who's telling us to do what you're telling us to do. So, I pray that you just make us bold. And yeah, help us fight the good fight and fix our focus on you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. Look more.